Patreon.com slash the walk-off podcast. Uh, $4 a month gets you in there. Baseball, Blue Jays, and more baseball. It's the walk-off with Scott Belford and Adam Mack. This ball is crushed. The diehard podcast for the casual fan. And another one. My goodness. Mr. Belford. Sorry, I made you wait. I didn't see you there. Oh, good. I actually. How was your I weekend, did, buddy? Uh, it was all right. I was sick. Um. Oh, here's a little here a mini rant for you. Not a big one. You go to Costco. Uh, I try to avoid it, but yes, yeah. sometimes I'll get sucked in. We all know the worst time to go to Costco is like Saturday afternoon, Friday after work, right? Not that there's really a good time to ever go, but. But when the tire kickers are out. Exactly. Uh, I went to Costco Saturday afternoon with my wife. Do a whole load. Is is Michelle a shopper? Does she enjoy the act of shopping? By herself, I think she does when she's with me. I'm a dawdler. Okay. So I drive her nuts because I'm. I'm a. I just I get distracted easily. Yes, okay. <laughs> is the thing, right? Um, I like to goof off too. Uh, one of my favorite things to do is have like private conversations with her in a very public venue, where like there is an audience of two people standing in the aisle beside us who I know. Well, they're going to have a story to go home and tell their kids, right? Uh, <laughs> you wouldn't believe the way this man just berated his wife over chicken noodle soup at Costco today. Just like ridiculous stuff, right? Um, so she doesn't enjoy that the same way I do. <laughs> but we get to, uh, we get around the backside and it's like the lineup is already like up and then down the pharmacy aisle, right? Like it's yeah. like, you can't even see the tills from where the lines are. So I just like get into line and she says, well, I got to go check out like the clothing section, find some pants for work or whatever. And I'm like, OK, well, I'll just wait here then. She's like, no, like, don't like. I want to look and not be rushed. I'm like, this line is forever long. You're good. So I stand in line and she's like annoyed with me that I'm not going to the clothes section with her. So she makes me get out of line. To go stand in the clothing section. And just do the same thing I was doing in the line. Like I was just leaning on my cart, scrolling my phone. What does it matter if I do that beside the clothes section or efficiently moving up a few spots in line? Like I was pretty furious with her. I just, am I out of line here for being upset with that? Or who's out, who's being unreasonable here? You're asking someone who is incredibly biased and hates shopping more than anything on the planet and annoys his wife nonstop with his impatience <laughs> and his uh, drive to get out of every place as quickly as possible. So from me, no, you're 100% in the right, like 110% in the right. How dare she? <laughs> Honestly, I'd be in dereliction of duty if I didn't get a head start on the line, correct? I, I would agree with that. Okay, I would agree with that. You. Listen, it's it's to the point where, like, I've actually got Taylor trained to just not take me. 
You know, like when we're, when we're on vacation and stuff and I get sucked into shopping, I literally, she will tell me because she doesn't like to feel rushed. Uh-huh. And I always have this thing where I make her feel rushed. Even if I'm not saying anything, Adam, mm-hmm. it blows me away. She just senses it, hey? I the hair standing up on the back of her neck. And she's like, Scott's getting impatient with me. But I can't <laughs> help being impatient because I hate shopping. So I'm just standing there being like, I would rather be doing anything else. And I'm very good at keeping my mouth shut. I just stay there like you do, scrolling mm-hmm. the phone, keeping mm-hmm. my mouth shut. But it's the, mm, my energy. It's not good shopping energy. Yeah. <laughs> uh... Yeah. Look at us. Just a couple of lucky, lucky to be married fellas. Hey. Yeah. Isn't that the case though? <laughs> uh, MLB Mondays. Welcome everybody to the walk off. I'm Scott Belford. You guys all know this. You're Patreon members joined as always by the best co-host in the biz, Adam Mack. Lots to talk about. We are going to get into the blue Jays a little bit. We just didn't get to, uh, you know, speak our piece yesterday with long toss being canceled. We are going to be back up and at it on Sunday. So you can uh, all tune in for that. Hopefully uh, it is our playoff preview. That is the fingers crossed. Hey, oh, Uh, before before we do the rundown, just remind everybody tomorrow night, Yankees, Blue Jays, watch party on Zoom. Heck yeah. So we do have, I think, three or four people in that $25 tier. So. Very exciting. Very exciting. Exactly. That uh what did what did Deb call it again? The uh the super fantastic I'm better than you tier, I think it was yeah, something the, like that. the intergalactic superstar <laughs> tier. Yeah. <laughs> uh yeah. Well, the the yo-yoing that has been the Texas Rangers continues, so we will get into the AL West and what is going on there. Joey Votto. Has he played his final game? in Cincinnati if he has what a way to go out I don't know if all of you got to to see the standing ovations and stuff but we will talk some Joey Votto speaking of guys who are riding off into the sunset Adam Wainwright had his final start this week Mm -hmm. and is uh he positioned to be the next big country star we'll see San Diego Padres my god man I know I sent you an article from the athletic this morning I just Mm -hmm. wanted to touch on the Padres because what a nightmare of a season for an organization that has literally done everything within their power to put a winner on the field, have spent an absorbent amount of money to do so, and may have just backed themselves into a corner where they are in some rough shape. And it's funny because we always talk about what a brilliant man Alex Anthopoulos is and these long-term contracts locking up these guys, uh, the core for half of a decade well we're kind of seeing aj preller of the padres who in maybe a more roundabout way has done very similar stuff and it is looking like a nightmare right now i mean they've got a lot of talent on the team and who knows what happens next year they might just run it back and be fine but what a horrible season 2023 has been so we'll talk that and the atlanta braves win their 100th win of the season the funny thing with that with that Padres fiasco, you sent me the article. Mm-hmm. I opened it. I scrolled and saw how long it was. I immediately went to YouTube and I was like, let's see if John Boy covered this. Nice. Did they? <laughs> they did. Yeah. Yeah. So, you're like, yeah, they did. <laughs> I was like, okay, I guess I don't have to read this morning. This is great. So here we go. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, it is so funny what this baseball season has been. 
the Blue Jays fans. Because really, there has been so much panic. And now we're looking at a team that, honestly, dude, they're probably going to win 91, 92 games. They're going to 92 games? You think we're going to win out? Uh, Well, no, they'd need to go five and one. Five and one. I'm not saying that that's what they're going to do. But they are seven and two in their last nine. I mean, in in true Blue Jays fashion, they'll probably do something like go two and four and scare the shit out of us. Well, no, what we'll do is we'll get swept by the Yankees and then we'll sweep the Rays. (laughs) 21 runs the Blue Jays scored over this weekend in three games. At the drop where we historically struggle. That's pretty good. But against a, a top pitching staff in baseball. Vlad Bow, Varsho, Kiermeyer, Springer. My God. He had himself game. a game. September Springer. Hey, we've been yes. waiting for it for three years. Wait, and waiting for it. And if it is... has arrived, it's only good news. Kevin Biggio continues to be just a spark plug out there for the yep. team, both defensively and on the offensive side of the bat. I mean, if you look at playoff odds right now, according to Fangraph, in the American League, the Blue Jays sit at a 98.3% playoff chance. That's we the have the inside track season. for sure. They have the inside track. Uh, the Rangers sit at 97%, the Astros at 60 and the Mariners at 44%. Um, and as this season unwinds, after all of the talk and all of the panic about the way this team plays the American League East, at the end of it all, dude, really, this team just plays Baltimore badly. Yep. Like, they're finishing the season series with with Boston. Uh, they're done. It was a six and seven series. Not ideal, but also not horrible. Mm-hmm. Right now, they sit with New York five and five, with Tampa Bay five and five. Again, nothing to write home about, but this is a really, really tough division. I mean, my God, take a look at the standings. I mean, Boston's the only team that's under 500, and that has just happened recently because Mm -hmm. Boston's kind of uh, waved the white flag a little bit. They're dealing with some injuries. They've got some kids they've brought up. Boston knows they're out, right? So, like, as soon as Boston was eliminated, they've lost more games. But my my initial reaction when they went on that uh, AL East losing streak, I think it was May. Maybe it was early June. I don't remember yeah. when they dropped all those games to the AL East. But was that we were really outmatched, and it's it's all come out in the wash that they were not outmatched. Um, Baltimore just had their number. Mm-hmm. Baltimore. I mean, they they were three and ten against Baltimore, which is just yeah. ugly. Yep. Uh, and I mean, there's some really good things happening here uh, for a season. Also, like you know just to kind of put a bow on things as the season does come to an end down to the final six games, Vladimir Guerrero jr. Has just taken some major heat over the season. And it was interesting to see Hazel may come out uh, early last week and kind of mention that Vladdy's mom has been dealing with some chronic health issues this year. And it's why he's, been wearing the pink armband all season long and it's funny because i i always saw him in the pink armband and never occurred to me that something could be attached to that you know like that there's something going on in his life and of course it's a good reminder that yeah ball players have families and shit go down too and that it's not just baseball 100 percent of the time so 
since Hazel has kind of brought that up, it's almost like a weight's been lifted off Vladdy's shoulder. It almost makes me wonder if like, maybe he should have just let us all know sooner. Not that it's any of our business, you know, but just for him to play a little bit more um, free and easy. Like, listen, this is Chris Black, all right? So Chris Black laid it all out. Vladimir Guerrero Jr.'s age or younger, so 24 or younger. Mm -hmm. This is in Jay's history to have 25-plus home runs and 90-plus RBIs. It's Carlos Delgado in 1996. It's Vernon Wells in 2003, Bo Bichette in 2021, and Vladdy in 2021, 2022, and 2023. Listen, I know he is disappointed, but honestly, for a 24-year-old, he's been great. Yeah, most most RBIs through age 24 season last 30 years. This is all of baseball. Alex Rodriguez. He's pretty good. Miguel Cabrera. Pretty good. Albert Pujols. Pretty good. Mike Trout, Juan Soto, Andrew Jones, Bryce Harper, Manny Machado. And then right there, Vladimir Guerrero Jr. So A-Rod had 595. Vladimir Guerrero Jr. 404. So a pretty big drop off there. But uh, also, we just listed a bunch of Hall of Famers or future Hall of Famers. So Vladdy just being in a list with those other eight guys is pretty impressive. There you go. Uh, Vladdy, two bombs last night. The swing is looking good. Um, it's not Dead 2022 pole, September, bow, but it is. Hey, yes. if we can get. Uh, last week after we swept the Red Sox, I wasn't willing to get back on the bandwagon yet. I think for the the best interest of the whole fan base, I publicly have to stay off the bandwagon. I don't want to jinx this. Uh, <laughs> we trip across the finish line, but it's encouraging. I mean, look, if you are, and we'll talk Rangers in a second here, but Rangers, Astros, Mariners, or Blue Jays, at least we're showing signs of getting hot at the right time, right? Like the Astros are three and seven in their last 10. They just lost a pair to the Royals. Dude, if you just look at the World Series odds, according to fan graphs, I'm just going to are the Astros it still the favorite. No. So I feel I'm like it's Braves it and then Astros. Sorry, go ahead. I'm going to read it off and just if, see if you can pinpoint kind of the commonality here. So mm-hmm. the Braves are ranked at a 24% chance, one out of four chance to win the World Series. Uh, Los Angeles Dodgers are at 14% to win the World Series. The Philadelphia Phillies at 9%. Uh, the Rangers and the Astros at 8 The Orioles, Blue Jays, Rays, Brewers all at 6%. Mm. Do you see the common uh- thread? Common thread is having one before makes you more likely to win this year. I mean, that is something. Absolutely. To me, it was more just the American leagues wide open. Like there were no teams mentioned until, you know, like really uh, eight, eight to 6% for the Rangers, the Astros, the Orioles, the Blue Jays, the Rays. This is according to fan graphs. Yeah, that's a good sign. I mean, you're right. It is easier to say the Braves are going to win because it's easier to say they're probably going to be there mm-hmm. because it is probably a two-dog race between them and the and the Dodgers. 
Whereas especially with the Dodgers and the Braves securing those top two spots in the National League. I mean, we saw some major upsets last year in the wild card with the hundred plus win New York Mets being eliminated in that three game series, the San Diego Padres then dropping their series uh, later on to the Phillies like man the best teams got eliminated early on Mm -hmm. and it's going to be a lot tougher to do that with both the Dodgers and the Braves having a bye and then there being such a gap between the winning records of the other the other playoff teams found teams so yeah wide open just get in I suppose as as much as we all I mean outside of the outside of the Jays needing to play the Orioles there isn't really a team that that scares the crap out of me you know like i'm I'm not rangers twins rays houston mariners it's not going to be easy by the way that's not when i say what i just said that wasn't what i was trying to get across i just mean this team has beat all the teams in baseball this year they've yeah, beat except baltimore that maybe they shouldn't have but Baltimore, Baltimore. Maybe yeah, Baltimore. the clock can strike midnight on those little pumpkin patch bastards. And <laughs> I don't know. Um, I mean, they're youthful, right? Sometimes that's how you get to 100 wins is being young and inexperienced and not knowing better. Uh, and then mm-hmm. sometimes that means when the playoffs come around, you're going, I wish we had George Springer. And some veteran presence to help us. Uh... Oh, look, we know what happened with the Blue Jays. Our first time in the playoffs, right? Youthful. Maybe everybody's mm-hmm. gripping the bat too tight. Nervous. Butterflies in the tummy. Maybe that's what we get out of the Baltimore Orioles. Who, who knows? I don't know. But yeah, I mean, I'm I'm optimistic. Like The team is starting to roll. Guys are getting hot that we need to get hot. I mean, even Dalton Varsho, who... Mm-hmm. Offensively uh, elite, offensively pipsqueak, hitting 300 in the last 10 games. Um, I mean, let's be serious, man. Putting up 21 runs against the Tampa Bay Rays in three games after, yeah, we swept the Red Sox. But, oh, man, just by the skin of their teeth, you mm-hmm. know, and there was not a lot of scoring there. They started to come alive a little bit offensively in New York until they hit the meat grinder that is Garrett Cole, sure to be the Cy Young winner this year. Mm -hmm. But to go into the Trop, a place where historically the Blue Jays have struggled, historically has been the boogeyman to this organization, and put up those kind of numbers. I mean, really, they should have swept this series. They came back on that Saturday game, and yeah, they wound up blowing it in the in the ninth inning. Jordan Romano probably shouldn't have been put back out there, suffering from a split finger. Uh, you go with your you go with your horses. Sometimes yeah, it I doesn't did, work out. I did feel like going into that series, taking one out of two would have been a win. Sufficient, right? So to take two out of three, really good. Uh, also, notably. After going down in that Kikuchi start yesterday, early, mm-hmm. did you feel like the game was already over by the second inning? Because I did. I was worried, but honestly, I did have a little bit more hope just because yeah. they did go down in game one and came back. They did go down in game two and came back, even but though that, they did blow it again. 
I guess I guess that's what I mean, though, is like if we're really being toxically positive, even though we didn't get the sweep, just like even that, that this is over the last week and a bit. I mean, I definitely didn't feel that way against Texas when we were down. No, early felt like, okay, game over, like change the channel time, basically. And it just does start to feel like, okay, this team is going to dig deep a little bit maybe we come up short like we did in game two of that raised series but we're gonna make a go of it and that's what you need come october so they showed guts and it's something we haven't seen all year long so there is a little bit of positivity there that they did pull this series out listen tampa's hurting right yandy diaz pulled from the game he's got quad tightness Randy Rosarena is missing time. And accordingly, mm-hmm. according to the Rays, he's day-to-day, but we don't know exactly. Brandon Lau is out for the next four to six weeks. Mm-hmm. Their pitching has been devastated by injuries this season. Shane McClanahan not with the team, right? He's going to miss the rest of the year. They're kind of relying on Tyler Glass now to really be the guy. And the fact that Jay's got to him, like that really shows um, it's it's more so about the Jays' confidence in themselves against Tampa Bay because if they do need to face them in the playoffs, which it's lining up like that's probably going to be this wild card opponent is going to be the Tampa Bay Rays in Tampa at the Trop. So to go in there and take two of three, and to build a little bit of confidence in yourself, prove to yourself, yeah, we can hit Tyler Glass now. We can tough it out. We can be no hit for four innings and stay in the game and then strike. I don't know, man. I mean, I would still rather play the Twins, but you're probably going to have to face the race sometime. Uh, Six-game homestand to end the season. Uh, that works in our favor. Um, those should be fun games. If you're in the Toronto area and you're not buying tickets to those six games, what are you doing? Um, well, I know, I know our our uh, member of the grounds crew and Patreon supporter Mish Beer has. She's there. Oh yeah, she has quarter season tickets, and so she actually like in August, I think it was, she was saying massage the schedule <laughs> and took away the she was always going to games with another person and like eliminated bringing friends and just stretched out those tickets for the final six games amazing and now what a win what a win for you mish Brilliant. all right let's let's get into this uh al west because there's so many implications going on here for the blue jays the texas rangers i mean they might be the only team that's fan Fan base has been yo-yoed around more than the Toronto Blue Jays has been the mm-hmm. Texas Rangers. They just came off getting swept by the Cleveland Guardians after sweeping the Blue Jays. So literally they sweep the Blue Jays, then give back all of the games they gained to go into Seattle, or sorry, host Seattle, mm-hmm. and sweep them. Sweep them, yeah. Houston and Seattle now plays a three-game set starting tonight. And it is massive. Texas finishes the season in Seattle with a three-game set. 
and Houston against the Diamond Brack, uh, Diamondbacks. Sorry, Things that are... Texas that Texas Mariners series that's a four game set. That's a four game set. Okay, perfect. Right, they've got seven games left. Right. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. 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 Seattle's uh, remaining schedule: Houston for three, Rangers for four. That's that's why the Blue Jays have such a high percentage probability of making the playoffs. I know everybody wants to point to we don't have the tiebreaker on anybody, but like Seattle has. There's just so much self cannibalization in those those games that like no matter who wins, somebody's losing. So one of those teams is going to force themselves into being the odd man out just based on how those Mariners series plays out. Honestly, Adam, it feels like the baseball gods are smiling upon us a little bit because every game that could go the Jays' way has gone the Jays' way. Even the Seattle and Texas series that just happened over the weekend, really the best thing that could have happened is one of those teams to sweep Sweet. the other, and that's exactly right. how it yeah. has gone down. Now, I know the Blue Jays don't have the tiebreaker against Seattle. They do have the tiebreaker against Houston, however. Mm-hmm. And so the Blue Jays could actually clinch a spot by Thursday night, and here's how they do it. So they would need to win. The The Blue Jays absolutely, for this scenario to go down, need to win Tuesday and Wednesday. They got to take care of their own business okay. against the New York Yankees. Okay, mm-hmm. So that's absolutely got to happen. Then. Houston loses two of three versus Seattle or Seattle loses all three to Houston. Now, the reason that if Houston only loses two, they're fine. The Jays get in is that that basically makes it a wash. Houston could win out and the Jays lose out. They would finish tied. The Jays plus the tiebreaker season series. Exactly. I don't know. Oh, if we'll be celebrating on Wednesday, I, I get the feeling that this season has a little bit more in store for us than just an easy one, two, three here. But the fact that uh, they're at the end of the race. Um, if, because I know you're super busy stand-up comedian, uh, this is the time of year that venues and comedies ramping back up as people are back in school and they're not at the lake house and on holidays. I'm okay. Are you the only person in Canada who's glad that playoff baseball is a fucking afternoon event? Because <laughs> I, I, I might be. I, I remember the Batista Donaldson days when I was still working full time as a plumber. And luckily enough, my employer was also a Blue Jays fan, so we were wrapping up our days at like 2 p.m. Yeah. Um, but I I do remember being like, this is insanity that Wednesday at 1.30 is a fucking playoff <laughs> game. What is going yeah. on? But Which is hilarious because my reaction is, oh, my God, 1.30 on a Wednesday. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. No, good for you, Scott. Uh it's all coming up Belford. Heck, I, I feel I regardless of how this plays out, my entire childhood, all I fucking ever wanted out of being a Blue Jays fan mm-hmm. was to fucking care about a game on September twenty fifth. 
I don't think that ever that. happened to me. I don't think it ever happened to me. Yeah. And now we have so. that. And man, the amount of times that that truly was my only wish. Like, I just felt two- like World Series is out of, out of reach. Like that's a lottery ticket moonshot. But just to not like be like, well, it's end of August and these games fucking We're mean nothing now. eliminated. Yeah, yeah. that's like the thing. unless we win every single game and the Yankees lose every single game. It's over. Yeah. So like the amount of times, dude, throughout the years of being a Jays fan where September 1st hits and I'm like, OK, there are only eight games back, you know, and then I hit <laughs> journeys. Don't stop believing. Right. And I'm like, OK, here's the math. This is what's got to happen. And I was like, uh, yeah, you try and stay in it. But I mean, reality hits uh, pretty quick. You're so much. More positive than I ever was. All I was ever into was like. Maybe Vernon Wells can get to 50, you know, like the, the, yeah, that's the seasons are right off, but maybe Frank Catalanato can steal 20 bases or yeah, Reed right. Johnson can get hit 40 times, you know, like <laughs> just watching weird stuff. You know? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, no, it's a good time. It's a good time. So let's not lose sight of that. As much as this team has been frustrating, and disappointing at times. I mean, honestly, dude, what would be really wild is the Jays get in, they win the wild card, they win the division series, they go to the ALCS, the entire front office comes back, the entire coaching staff comes back, everybody is like losing their mind. Does the fan base have it in them to forgive them for this season? If they go on a run, I would hope so. I don't know. It's frustrating. Okay, to be honest. I mean, I grew up in BC. Vancouver Canucks have the worst fan base in maybe all of sports. Save maybe the Yankees. But they're off. As a Flames fan, I BC. couldn't agree more, my man. Could not agree more. Um, never been a Vancouver Canucks fan. And it was only ever because I hated being lumped into the group of like Canucks fans who are awful, who... Oh, I could people. go on a whole. That's, I could what, go on that's a, one thing we really got to establish here. Humans. This isn't just bad fans. They're just bad people. Bad people. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no. So I don't even know where we're going with that. Um, it, okay. It's, it's, it started to rub me the wrong way about bl- some Blue Jays fans that I am seeing in some comment sections and mm-hmm. threads online and whatever who are almost, well, not almost, who are. Apparently, my interpretation is that they are actively rooting for the Jays to fail this year. Yeah. So that we can clean house. They're like, the worst thing that could happen is for the Blue Jays to make the playoffs and like maybe win a round or two because then everyone's coming back and we won't fix anything. It's like the worst thing that could happen is that we start seeing playoff success. Like, what? Why are you? Who, wh- why are you who the hurt? way you are who hurt you yeah like you know oh it's like the michael so. the michael scott quote there where he's like i hate so much the things that you choose to be <laughs> <laughs> all right that's it for mlb mondays uh we went on to continue to talk about uh joey Votto's final game is he a hall of famer we debated that uh, we talked Adam Wainwright and the career that he's had in in uh, St. Louis uh, as he heads off to a career in country music of all places. So we dive into all that. 
Uh, we talk about the Atlanta Braves uh, continuing to be great. Um, and then we also talk the disaster, the institutional car wreck that is the San Diego Padres. So uh, that's what we talk about for the rest of the episode here, MLB Mondays. Uh, but that was your free preview for today. So if you're interested in supporting the channel, uh, head on over to patreon.com slash the walk-off podcast. Uh, $4 a month gets you access to the Discord. Also gets you MLB Mondays, which is an exclusive show. Uh, we are doing a Blue Jays watch party on Zoom for our $25 tier. Uh, so Yankees, Blue Jays, uh, tomorrow night, that is Tuesday night's game against the Yankees. Uh, we'll be watching that uh, with our Zoom patrons. So there you go. Uh, thank you everybody for the support and we'll catch you guys tomorrow for the mailbag. Go Jays go. Thanks for listening to the walk-off podcast with Scott Belford and Adam Mack with a new episode every Friday. Thanks for listening.